Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Welcome back, beautiful people, to another episode of Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. This is your host, Coach Magali, as always. Thank you so much for being here and for tuning in into another episode. I hope that you find it valuable. I hope that you find it entertaining. And we're going to go do it. We're going to start. So in today's episode, I kind of wanted to take it back to basically the process that I use with basically all my clients, but also... If I were to wake up tomorrow morning and be 50 pounds overweight, completely out of shape, no muscle, no endurance, no strength, literally from couch to, okay, something needs to change, 50 pounds overweight, what would be the first steps that I take to begin that journey of losing the weight, improving my health, all of that good stuff? And I know that We all start with the best of intentions when we want to make changes because we either feel bad or someone made a comment or things aren't fitting anymore and we're like, okay, something needs to change right now. So it can be difficult to know what the next step is because there's so much conflicting information. There's so many things that we need to change and there's so many things that we need to do and it just becomes this like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed. I'm just not going to do anything. And unfortunately, that happens a lot way too much and it's not that this thing is like complicated and only a few know the secrets and all this crazy stuff it's literally simple but the fact is we don't know where to direct ourselves and where to actually begin we kind of have it's this whole like buttload of information in our heads of what we need to do but we don't have a clear guideline of okay start here do this this and this and that's kind of what i hope to offer you guys with this episode and my hope is that if you're in that place where you want to make changes and you're ready and you're tired of where you are and you want to make your life better but you just don't know where to start that the information that I provide to you here would help guide you in making those decisions and just a quick little backstory this is the process that I use with myself and I'm able to have been consistent for years now it's what I use with clients now it looks a little bit different from client to client but this is pretty much the process that I use to get people results for myself and again for clients so It works. (laughs) It works, I promise. And I hope that you find it useful and valuable. So let's get into it, man. Let's do it. So I wake up tomorrow. I'm 50 pounds overweight. I know I need to make a change. I don't know where to start. (sighs) Okay, what do I do? The first thing you want to do is you need to understand and write down and decide what is your goal. Now, I know it's you're thinking I want to lose weight. Duh. Okay. We got to get more specific. And also, there are two types of goals that I try to get clients to set. And that's what I uh, worked on myself with too. You want to set one goal that can be measured. Now, you can do more, but typically you want to have at least one. Like no less than that, of course. So the first goal is something that you can measure. That is your weight, inches on your waist, body fat percentage, BMI, um 
pant size, things like that, that you can actually measure and keep track of, that's what you want to be doing. That's what you want to be setting first. The reason why you want to have that kind of goal is because you're going to be able to see month to month if you're actually progressing objectively like you will know if it's a yes or no and you want to have that because when those times get confusing and motivation is low and you don't want to do it you have to know like okay I'm actually progressing because look at the past month I have to keep going or just as like confirmation that what you're doing is working this is an important goal to have so again minimum choose one but you can have a couple so for me in this example I would say my biggest numeric goal is to lose 50 pounds awesome the next type of goal that we want to set again minimum one is a goal that isn't really measurable but you can kind of tell and notice it and it's more personal and important to you not that weight loss isn't but what i'm talking about with this specific kind of goal is what would make you feel good being stronger having more energy sleeping better uh not being out of breath as much having more energy throughout the day, feeling more confident. All of those things, if you notice, you can't really track them. There's no like percentage that you write down. There's no scale you step on or tape measure you use for those things. Like it's very difficult to measure that. But it's also important to have something besides weight or something numerically based because sometimes you guys, the weight will fluctuate. You're not always going to lose weight every week. Sometimes you might even gain, whether because you were off plan or simply because your body's having a fluctuation or you're on your period. I mean, the reasons are endless. And if you go a couple episodes back, I do have an episode on weight fluctuations and why they typically happen, if you're interested. But sometimes you're not going to see that number change. So having that other type of goal, the one that isn't really measurable, you can kind of see like, okay, from now versus when I started. Let's say, for example, my goal in my example was to get stronger. In a month, I feel stronger. So then I'm progressing. I'm moving forward. Even though maybe I only lost two pounds when I wanted to lose eight that month. I I am stronger and I've lost a little bit of weight. So that's a win. And that's motivation to keep going in those moments where things aren't moving as fast as you want them to. And it's taking longer than you want. And you're not as motivated. And maybe you're under a lot of stress. Having those two types of goals to keep you motivated and to keep you in check pretty much is super super important now find those goals that matter to you and mean something to you if it's weight loss for example in my example or you want to be a certain size or body fat percentage and then of course something that isn't measurable like energy sleep mood that's going to help keep you motivated and also make sure you're going in the right direction so that would be my first first step before anything so now i set my goals I want to lose 50 pounds and I want to feel and get stronger. Cool. The next step, you start walking. (laughs) You go on walks weekly. Now, this will depend on your level. So, for example, I'm going to say I'm super out of shape. Like, I get winded going one flight of stairs situation. So, I'm going to say I'm going to start with 15-minute walks. Very slow pace. If I need to take a break in between, I will. Two to three times a, a week just 15 minutes and a lot of people look at this advice and they're like that's so simple like that possibly can't be doing anything I'm not going to waste my time I need to go hours and hours in the gym and and then you kind of overwhelm yourself in that thought process but here's why walking for 15 minutes just two to three times a week starting off is so effective because once you start completing those two to three times a week goals 
you start to put check marks on your list of goals. You start like saying, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And then over time you progress and you do a little more time and maybe you start jogging and then maybe you start doing YouTube workouts and it builds upon each, uh, itself. So it's a good way to get your foot in there and to build momentum and build that motivation to keep you moving forward so that you can complicate things and make it harder for yourself later on, which you should. You're not always going to be walking just 15 minutes, but you want to start with very, very simple um, a very simple workout that you can do so that it's very easy to do. It's not something that you're making your life more complicated and it takes a lot of work and you're super out of shape and you can't do. Anyone can walk. So just choose two to three days out of the week and try to keep the same days every week so that you stay consistent and you go for 15 minutes. And that's it. That's it, you guys. I, I literally mean it. That is it. 15 minutes, two to three times a week. So that's your workout. Now we have set our goals. We've started working out. We're feeling a little bit better. Now it's time to attack the nutrition. Now, this is where a lot of people lose it because they either go way too hard, way too fast, or they don't make the right changes, or they're trying something that doesn't work. What works is simplicity. And here's what I mean. So typically, when someone has reached, you know, 50 pounds overweight or more, or even a little less, but you're overweight, it's because you're eating way too many calories, period. That's number one. You're not eating enough protein. You're not eating enough vegetables. You're probably not drinking enough water. And you're not eating the foods that make you feel full, which again is like that protein and veggies and things like that. So that's where we need to focus on. So for example, I'm going to just start eating four servings of vegetables a day. I'm going to make it canned, frozen, microwaved, steamed, whatever method works for you, whatever gets those vegetables in your diet, start with that. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be the quote unquote healthiest way. But the point is to get those vegetables and get that habit going. So I would say Start with four to six uh, servings a day. Four, if you're like super, if it's super hard for you, maybe even three. If four is too high, maybe do two to three. But at least two. Try to get at least two, two to four, again, more than that if you can, servings of vegetables a day. Here's why this is so important. Yes, I know you've heard this a million times and you're tired of hearing it. I'm not your mom, but I'm going to act like your mom now. Vegetables are good for you, but here's why they are so important for weight loss, which is what you want, right? You want to lose 50 pounds? Vegetables contain a ton of fiber, and they are what we call low-calorie, high-volume foods. These are going to be the key players in weight loss because they're going to keep you full, but without eating as many calories. So you're going to prevent that overeating later at night because you're starving because you didn't eat as many vegetables, and it's good for you, and it's going to keep you fuller. And again, you're not going to be overeating as much because it's not going to fit. So eating those servings of vegetables, again, whatever vegetables you want. I don't give a shit which ones you guys eat, man. They all are good for you. They're all amazing. And again, however you want to eat them, canned, frozen. Don't let people convince you that, oh, it's bad for you if it's frozen. Look, some vegetable is better than none. I'm going to say that. Of course, over time, of eat as many fresh vegetables as possible. Of course. But when you're starting off and it's such a big step for you, don't worry about it being perfect. Don't worry about it being organic, non-GMO, perfect, this and that. Like We can improve upon that later. I'm starting about how to get you started. And that is what you do. You pick whatever method you can stomach and you do that. 
four to six times a day if possible, if not two to three. Whatever vegetables you want, prepare it however you want them. So that would be the first thing. The second thing, water. How many of you are drinking poverty amounts of water? If I was 50 pounds overweight, no conditioning, nothing, I know for a fact I would probably be drinking less than four 16-ounce bottles a day, maybe even less, like way less than that. Um, so having our water intake higher is so important for a million and one reasons. But again, the reason why it's so good for weight loss is a dehydrated body isn't going to work as effectively as a hydrated one. So if you want to get as much weight off as possible, you need to be as hydrated as possible. Obviously too much is too much, but the right amount of hydration for you and your body. So let's say I'm drinking a meager two 16 ounce bottles a day. That's nothing. That's 32 ounces. And I eventually want to get to a gallon. So we go from 32 to a gallon, right? Which a gallon is 128 ounces, right? Wrong. You just add one more 16 ounce bottle. One more. Or maybe even eight if that's too big of a jump. No less than eight. You want to push yourself. So if I'm drinking 32 ounces a day, my next step, I'm going to increase it to either what's 32 plus 8, 40, right? Or 48. One of two, one of those. And I'm going to keep pushing myself to meet that minimum, maybe two, three weeks. And then as we go on, we're going to try to improve upon that. But start with just adding eight to 16 ounces more to what you already drink. It's a very smart idea to track your water intake to see if you're actually getting enough. We typically drink less than we think we do, kind of like we typically eat more than we think we do. But Try to just add a cup or two more to what you're already drinking. And as you increase your water intake and as you start walking more and increasing your vegetable intake, you're going to want more water. Your body's going to naturally start asking for it and it's not going to be such a chore. So start with that. Don't try to aim for a gallon starting off. It's a a lot of water if you're dehydrated and it's not going to be an easy habit to keep up with. Just do a cup to two more than what you're already drinking. Protein. Most people are consuming about 50 to 80 grams of protein. I say this from personal experience and seeing what my typical client intake is are typically way under 80 grams of protein. So I would start with adding one to two per day, one to two servings a day and a serving of protein. Just close your um, I'm sorry, open your hand and the size of your palm is a serving of protein. Four ounces of some kind of meat, some Greek yogurt, string cheese. Um, there's some sources that have more protein but don't complicate it right now don't get all caught up in the numbers don't again the goal here is not to be perfect not to be on it 100 percent. just get started and with that we increase the protein intake by one to two servings a day one to two palm sizes a day if you want to be ambitious try to get to four but only one to two starting off if if it's a big jump and it's really difficult for you. This can be also protein powders. If you want to go ahead and include those, they are totally fine. They're super helpful. Not necessary, but if you think it's going to be an easier way to do this, perfectly fine. So you would do one to two scoops a day. And that's it. So we started our walking. We set our goals. We're adding a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of protein, and a little bit of water and now what (laughs) that's it yep you guys that's it you start doing that and I'm going to get into how to you know progress on this right now but that's your starting guide 
that's it. If you do that and you consistently stick with that for four weeks, which I'll get into right now, that's going to be enough to really start to notice differences. Now, of course, as you get more into it and as your body is changing, you will have to adjust things and you'll have to get a little bit more um, specific and all that cool stuff. But that's the simple way to start. And that's one of the most effective ways to start. So if you want to do like, okay, that's so simple. Is there anything else I can do? Is there anything else? Yes. There's two things I would recommend more than anything. Well, three. I'm going to recommend three bonus ones. The first that I mentioned, that's like bare minimum. Start there and you will improve. I promise you. But if you want to take it a step further, the first thing I would recommend is tracking your calories or your macros in an app, in a food journal, whatever method feels right to you. And here's why. A lot of people shy away from this because they think it's a lot of work. They think it's restrictive and difficult and whatever, whatever. But counting calories and tracking your food is one of the best ways to know if you're actually eating enough for your goals. Whether that's losing weight, maintaining or gaining, you need to be keeping track of all the numbers that you're eating so that you know, okay, if I haven't lost weight and this is what I ate, then that means I'm eating too much and I have to change that. Now, this is assuming, of course, you're consistent and you're actually honest. But if you write everything down and keep track of it, it's very easy to make changes because you know exactly what the problem is. If you're kind of not like winging it and not really writing things down and not keeping track of it, it's kind of hard, you know, to go in there and be like, okay, we got to change this, that and that. So that would be my first bonus. You don't have to count your calories. You guys, you don't have to track. It's very effective and very efficient, but you don't have to. And the reason why you don't have to is because as long as you're eating less calories by filling yourself up with vegetables, water, and protein, you will over time lose weight because you'll be in a calorie deficit without trying. But if you want to make it super effective, super fast, um, not fast, super effective is what I meant, then I will recommend tracking your food in some capacity. The second thing I will recommend add some resistance training, whether that's working with the trainer, doing YouTube videos two to three times a week, very 10 minute, 15 minute workouts to start off. This is, of course, bonus. You don't have to do this. If my goal was to lose 50 pounds, I don't have to work out and lift weights. My walking is more than enough, but we're going to be building the areas of the body that we want to get stronger, especially since one of my other goals was strength. One of the best ways to improve strength is by increasing weight and being stronger in the weight training Again, whether it's with body weight or some minimal weights or YouTube videos with a trainer, whatever. And I would definitely recommend adding that in as well because not only is it going to help, you know, get you in shape and get you stronger, but it's also going to help shape your body in areas that you want it to shape it. For example, legs, butt, arms, you know, the typical areas that we all want toned, the word that a lot of people use for building muscle. Um, I would definitely recommend putting in some kind of resistance training on a weekly basis. And then the final bonus thing, which isn't really a bonus because I think it's essential, but prioritizing sleep and managing your stress and taking care of your mental health. I'm going to bunch those all into one because you don't have to have to do this, but it's going to be really difficult if you don't manage your stress, do activities that bring you joy meditate, whatever it is for you. I mean, there's a million things you can do, but try to find those things that de-stress you. Work on getting your sleep routine in check. And then, of course, take care of your mindset and your mental health and surrounding yourself with positive people and building encouraging relationships. Like all of that stuff is so important. 
Um, but I didn't include it at first because it is it is very, very important. Like it's like I said, I would think this is the most important part, but you don't it's not an essential thing. Essential is what I mentioned first. You have to be doing those things. And then but this is all the stuff that you should be doing. But if you want to minimize it, you can start with just a basic stuff first and then focus on adding this stuff in later. So, yeah, that is my little startup guide. You start walking after you set your goals, you add more vegetables, you add more protein, and you add more water. Here's how to keep yourself in check as the weeks go on. Every four to six weeks, put it on your calendar from the day you start, you're going to check in with yourself. Ask yourself questions. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How Being honest, one to ten, how consistent were you? with the workouts, with the walking, with the vegetable intake, create charts for yourself, whatever method you want to be able to check yourself and see what you're doing, journaling, apps, whatever. Every four to six weeks, ask yourself, okay, where are my results? Have I lost weight? Have I gained weight? Have I stayed the same? And then from there, you make the choices that will guide you in that direction. For example, if you only did the basic stuff and you're in week six and you haven't lost any weight, and you've been consistent, then maybe it's time to start tracking your food and make sure you're eating the right amount because you may be eating just a little bit more than that. And um, if you've been walking and it's the four to six week mark and you're like, you know what, I'm losing weight, but I'm just not feeling any stronger. I'm not feeling, you know, the body shaping. I'm not feeling those effects. Then maybe it's time to start resistance training. If you're doing everything and you just completely feel like crap and your work life has been stressful, your home life has been stressful, then maybe it's time to start attacking that. And you kind of, every four to six weeks, you check in. How am I doing? Where are my results? How am I feeling? Am I, do I feel like I'm going in the, in the right direction? Do I feel like I'm going backwards? Where am I going wrong? And where am I going right? Well, you're going right in, you keep doing that. If you're killing the water, keep building on that. If your workouts are not as great, okay, let's focus on that to improve it next month. So forth and so on. But that's it. It's that simple. When I was, well, not when I was, if I was 50 pounds overweight and I just didn't know where to start and I listened to this episode, that's what I would do. Set my goals. Start walking. Vegetables, protein, water. Check in every four to six weeks. Bonus, start tracking. Add resistance training, whatever you want to be doing two to three times a week and work on stress, mental health, and um, sleep. And that's it that's it. I know it's so much, it sounds so much more complicated with all the information out there and with everybody's opinions and what everybody else thinks, but you guys, it really is that simple. And again, you're going to be constantly checking in with yourself every four to six weeks to see where you are and what needs to change. But if you stay consistent, meaning 80% of the time you're doing these things and you're doing it to the best of your ability and you're really trying, I mean, it's just, it's near damn impossible not to get results. And that, that's it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say except look at these things that I mentioned. See which ones you feel relate to you. Try to do them and then see how you do four weeks from now and check in with me. Send me an email. Send me a DM on Instagram at Coach Magali Ramirez. And I promise you, like, if you do this four to six weeks consistently, you're going to see an amazing difference. It happens every time with my clients. They have that accountability for me. So I'm constantly checking in for them. But 
if you don't have a coach, if you don't want to invest in one right now, check in with yourself the same way a coach would check in on you and keep yourself accountable. And I promise you just following these simple things, you're going to see dramatic differences. You're going to feel better. You're going to lose weight. You're going to get stronger. You're going to have more energy. You're going to feel better. It's just all going to be a positive thing. And it's that simple. It is not more complicated than that. Anything else that sounds like advice that makes this more complicated, don't listen to that right now. You're just trying to start. When you're starting, it's simple. Go. As you get into it, as you get more advanced, of course, things will get a little more challenging, a little more complicated. Not crazy, but there will be different things that you have to do. But to start off for the first three, four months, this is your system. And three to four months is more than enough time to get significant progress in there. It all starts with just being consistent, keeping it simple, and being patient. And that's all it takes, literally. Like, this sounds crazy, stupid, simple, but I promise you it works. Take it from me. I train clients. I do this for a living. I've done this for myself. It works. And it's also backed by science. So there's that. (laughs) But yeah, that concludes this episode. I hope you guys found that helpful. I hope that if you're in that place where things feel a little bit overwhelming and you're not sure where to start and it's all like, oh, this is so you know, complicated and I don't know what to do. It's just too much. I hope that this episode kind of gives you some peace and some, okay, it's not that bad. It's not that hard. You can do this. Just do these simple things. Stay consistent about it and it'll be okay. It'll all work out. And that's really my only hope with this is I wanted to show you and give you a little bit of a blueprint to follow to kind of get you motivated and all that to start. Let me be your little virtual coach here for a sec. Um, But yeah, I think I'm rambling at this point. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you found value in that. If you did, please don't forget to leave me a five-star review. If you're loving the show so far, if you like the episodes, if you're finding them helpful, it would mean so much to me because that way more people get to see the content, more people get to see the, the messages that I'm trying to put out there and the help that I think people need. So I would highly appreciate that. And with that being said, have a beautiful rest of your day. I will catch you in the next episode and I'll talk to you then. Take care, everybody. Bye.